0: center field, which I suppose is still there, unless there's been a rule change. We're going to eliminate next. Next up, Major League Baseball will eliminate center field. Only kidding. Uh, 836 John Land 720 WGN, joined by Andy Mazur from the WGN Sports Department. Andy, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, absolutely. A pleasure. You know, in, in back in the old days, when we would only have six or seven players in a, in a game, you know, one field was out. If you hit the ball in that field, it was out. So maybe, that'll, maybe Major League Baseball will do that now.
0: Who knows? But uh, I'm reminded, <laughs> I was looking at some of these rule changes, and I was reminded of the a clip from Blazing Saddles.
2: What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here?
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Um, well, I guess we'll just dive right into it. I mean, we've got pitchers and catchers and spring training is coming up and there are these rule changes, which I'm assuming will take place for the first time when preseason starts. Right?
1: Yeah, uh, the umpires have all been uh, notified by Major League <laughs> Baseball that as soon as the uh, the games start for oh spring training, yeah. that that's what they're going to start enforcing these rules. So, uh, I mean, there's there's three main ones. So I don't know which one you want to start with, but oh, uh, you go for it. I, I think okay. I think the one that a lot of people feel is going to be the most impactful is the basically the elimination of the shift. So the shift, for those that don't know, especially uh, in the last few years, when a left-handed batter is up and he's a pull hitter, which means mm-hmm. he going hit the ball to right field, right, right. Uh, they would have the, the third baseman come to the right field side of second base. The yep. shortstop would be the only one on the other side of the diamond. The second baseman would be basically 30 or 40 feet out in the right field and would field ground balls that were hit sharply that normally would be singles and would throw off these base runners. So in Major League Baseball's effort to, to kind of put more runs on the board and kind of get fan interest and to, to give kind of some of these hitters that have been um, moaning about uh, singles being taken away and hits being taken away, they basically, in effect, banned the shift. So now you have to have two infielders to the left side of second base and two infielders to the right side. They're, both of their feet have to be on the infield dirt oh my at the God. time that the pitch is thrown. Yeah, and so, but you know, the the thing is, it's not a completely eliminating shift. You can still shift. You just have to do it with two infielders rather than three. So if you still know a guy's a pull hitter, you have the second baseman can't line up in the outfield, but he can line up exactly in that area where you think that that ball is going to be. It's going to be a much sharper hit baseball at that point, but uh, it's not completely eliminated, but they've they've tweaked the rules to try to make a little more uh, to make a little more offense, so that, that's that's the big one. Would
0: you say that most of these changes are being made to tweak the offense?
1: Yes, I, I do. And I think that mm. uh, I, I think that some of them are also in, a, in an effort to uh, to shorten the game. And, ah. and I've always been one. I've always been one to say, listen, you know, baseball. Is, the beauty of baseball is there's no clock. The the detriment to baseball is that there's no clock. Right. Um, but I think I think if baseball was smart and really wanted to shorten games, they would get on these umpires to actually call the rule book strike zone. Uh, strikes are strikes, you know. If, you, if, a, if a guy is missing all these calls, and you know you end up with uh, a lot of walks in a game, that certainly stretches a game out. Rather than if the rule book uh, was actually enforced and the umpires didn't say, "Well, this is my strike zone and this right. is my," no, no there's a, yeah. there's an actual verbiage in the rule book that says what is a strike and what is not. I think that would probably shorten the game in some of these rules that they're implying. Now the other one that's getting a lot of notice is this pitch clock. Yes. And yeah. So there, this is, this is an interesting one. They, they've experimented with this in the minor leagues and they say they've shaved 15 or 20 minutes off of off of game times. So that's the, the beaming shining example of what we're talking about here. And so basically, going to be in between batters, there's only going to be 30 seconds. Uh, I don't even know what the, what the number was even before they started this. So from the time that one batter is out to the time the next batter comes to the plate, he's got to be ready to go in 30 seconds. The pitcher, now with nobody on base, has to throw a pitch within 15 seconds. If there's somebody on base, he has to throw the pitch within 20 seconds. Oh and Come there's on. a there's a there's a little addendum yeah there's a little addendum to this rule as well because we see this game of cat and mouse where a, a pitcher will take some time and the batter will step out so if the umpire deems now that the batter is the one that's quote unquote stalling that batter can be charged with a strike if the pitcher wow. doesn't deliver the ball in time the wow. batter will have a ball on him so we're talking about these umpires who have enough on their plates already now who's t- who's they're t- gonna t- have to-
0: who's got the stopwatch
1: It's going to be the umpires. they're gonna have some technology that's going to inform them when the pitch clock expires. So the umpire will then have a chance to, to talk to the uh, you know to people without having to you know having the uh, ability to have to meet with everybody or walk out there and say that's the ball. Uh, so we say that's ball one and you get ball one. So again this is an effort to, to try to speed things up because according to the numbers, the average length of a nine inning game last year was three hours and four minutes, Mm -hmm. which was six minutes faster than it was uh, actually six minutes longer than it was in 2021. Okay. So actually six minutes, six minutes shorter than 2021, 2021 was the all time high for, uh, for major league baseball as far as the, the time of game. So again, I think what's going on here is, you know, when I grew up and when you were watching baseball as a kid, I rather would see the two to one games. Personally, I thought those, I thought those were better games than the thirteen to elevens and the thirteen to nines or whatever. Yeah. And those are the games that take a lot of time because there's always all these runs scoring. I, I think the attention span of people that are going to games now is such that they've gotten used to. The- so you get used to watching a football game and there's yeah. pretty much action every thirty seconds. Right. And basketball also basketball.
0: There's,
1: yeah. yeah, there's action every five seconds, right? Hockey, yeah. there's action all the time, right? Right, right. But baseball is the complete opposite where there's a lot of downtime, but then there's a lot of action and then there's a lot of downtime. Then there's action. Right. right. So I think a lot of this is, is, is deemed, you know, toward that audience and to try to continue to, to grow the game of baseball with a younger with a younger group.
0: So you're saying it's attention deficit disorder that's driving the major
1: leagues. Is that what you're getting at? I think that, I think that's what we're talking about, yeah. Uh, you know, instead of like, hey, that's a nice little shiny object. No, oh, there's a pitch coming, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. So hey, Andy? They're, they're trying, they're, yeah.
2: <laughs> David? Are, are, are they making a mistake in in making this, treating it like it's short attention span theater?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I personally think that, you know, the game has gone on for 100-plus years without a pitch clock, and I think the game would survive without a pitch clock. I think this year will tell us a lot. I mean, the minor leagues, it shaved, it shaved like 14 minutes off the game, and that's what they're looking at right now. They're looking at, okay, well, here, we can we can shorten the game and, and still you know can, can keep the quote-unquote integrity of the game. Uh, so I think there will be a lot determined by what the final numbers will tell them uh, when this year is finished uh you know me personally I think we can do without it I think that yeah you should there's some pitchers that take advantage of it that will after every pitch will get the ball back they'll rub the baseball they'll walk around the mouth right. they'll tuck at their hats they'll yeah. tuck at their jersey I mean enough just throw the ball right I mean that's just that's what you're supposed to do right uh to me those are the pitchers that are less sure of their stuff because they're not as confident to throw a pitch at that point they want to you know, try to get an equalization by making the batter anxious and waiting, and that's their advantage. So I think that uh, baseball has kind of taken that advantage away, and, and we'll see how it transpires. It's kind of early to tell. I mean, I, I don't think you're going to get a real good feel uh, in spring training because uh, you know not a lot of the regulars are in, not a lot of the regular pitchers are in. So I think it'll be uh, it'll it'll happen more towards uh, towards spring, uh, opening day when you when you really get to see the effect.
0: Well, it's really more than a pitch clock. It's also the batter has got a clock on it. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. So, so, so let's go over that again. So, after the previous play is over, the next Mm -hmm. batter who's coming to the plate has how much time to get to the plate?
1: Thirty seconds to be ready. Thirty seconds to get from the dugout, you know.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. So, (laughs) thirty seconds to get into the batter's box.
2: What do you do if what do you do What do you do if the manager decides? At the last second, like the, the, the previous batter gets a walk, and he decides mm-hmm. to pull his pitcher and send out a pinch hitter. What, is he obligated now to make that decision before the previous player See, this gets is, walked? This is crazy. Because yeah. it's like, you know, okay, it, it, if you're going to bring in a new yeah. batter, he's going to take more than 30 seconds to get his helmet, the bat, <laughs> swings to warm up, and then walk to
1: the plate, right? Yeah, right. it's the truth. It's the truth. I mean, look at look at. I think anytime that you put a uh, put new rules into into uh, uh, enforcement, you're going to have to kind of tweak things as you go a little bit too, because yeah, those are the situations. Who knows if they've even thought about those things? I mean, I, I'll bet they have, but at the same time, it's it. I'm I'm wondering if you know managers are going to figure out a way to take advantage of that. Certainly. I mean, you get to 28 seconds, you're like. Time. All right, I want to do better. And then you start the clock again, right? Oh, so man. It, it's not going to take very long for these guys, I think, to figure out uh, how to get around the system a little bit.
2: And what do you do? What, is there any time limit on how long, for example, if your pitcher gets a walk, lead off, you're in the seventh inning, you're trailing, you decide you want to put your fastest runner in for the pitcher at first base? Mm-hmm. Is there a time set on that now, too?
1: No, and we haven't that's, gotten that's there yet. A, yeah, it's not as as, as egregious as, as some of the things that they're trying to curb. I think. I think that's that, that kind of flows within the, the the framework of the game more so than a pitcher kicking at the dirt for for fifteen seconds and you know then stepping off the mound to, to get the signs again and then stepping back on and then stepping off. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're even talking down the rules where you can only disengage from the mound a couple of times per batter and per per half inning uh, pickoffs are being affected by this as well I mean there's there's a, a curb on the pickoffs I'm looking at the number here and it says pickoffs are one version of a disengagement which consists anytime the pitcher makes a pickoff attempt takes a pickoff or steps off the rubber uh, as well as when the defense calls time you're allowed two disengagements per plate <sighs> appearance without All a penalty right, man so it, it's it's you know this is we're talking like little league enforcement here i remember playing little league baseball and that's kind of how, it, how kind of how it went there was a there was a rule for everything and it was teaching you know it was kind of a, yeah. a teaching moment
0: well wait you guys don't need to learn they, but they, wait. they're supposed to know we're talking to andy Mazer, but wait there's more and you'll oh. find out when we come back at 720 wgn 720 wgn i'm john landecker thanks for tuning in it's eight we're in the midst of Baseball rule changes with uh, Andy Mather from WGN Sports. So, uh, Andy, uh, I know yes. we've got some, we've got a couple of uh, other changes um, that I find intriguing, amusing, and almost—I can't wait for the Saturday Night Live skit that—that's uh, <laughs> got to be coming. So, let's talk about the bigger bases.
1: Yes. So there's a couple of reasons why they have gone to a bigger base. It's going to be increased by around three inches. And, That's
0: such a male you know, thing. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm not going to go there. No, uh, I know. Basically, it, there's two reasons. Uh, I think one of them is to try to decrease the amount of collisions that take place at first base. Um, a lot of times if a throw is offline and it'll draw the, the infielder toward the line and a runner going down the base path sometimes doesn't see it and they collide. This gives a little more room when the, uh, the first baseman is, is touching the bag with his foot yeah. that you're still far enough away from the, uh, the, the runner now where there shouldn't be uh, too many, too many uh, injuries from this whole thing and from collisions. The other thing, I, I don't know if you've noticed a lot, but since instant replay has gone in, when there's a play at second base and the batters, or the runner slides in head first, there's a tendency that the momentum takes them off the bag for a second. And if the infielder keeps the tag on and the other team goes to review it, more often than not, the runner's called out because he left the bag because right. he overslid it. Right. So now they feel that there's an extra couple of inches now that should stop that uh, from, from happening so that the player will stay on the, on the bag a little bit. And it's also an, an attempt, I believe, to encourage more stolen base attempts because yeah. what you're taught to do is, is a base runner is to slide to the outfield portion of the base. Now you're dealing with an extra three inches or an inch and a half to that side where, you know, sometimes it's, it's, you know, they call it a game of inches. So, uh, you know, you have a little extra advantage now as a runner. And if you think about it, it's not really 90 feet anymore between the base, right? Right. You've actually cut off about four and a half inches, uh, which could mean the difference between safe and out for a, for a fast runner, even for a, for a slower runner. Um, it's going to have to be a little quicker uh, quicker turns of double plays because the, the runner's going to get an extra little step from first base towards second on a ground ball in the infield. So it's going to kind of affect your, your infield defense as well and how quickly they're going to be able to, uh, to turn double plays. But again, I think this all leads to you know, trying to get more offense into the game because – the chances are better that a guy's going to be safe at second base, and then he's in scoring position, and a single will bring him home. So uh, I think that's uh, that's the main reason. They'll probably hide behind more of the uh, deterring of injuries and collisions, but I think mm-hmm. it's more uh, to try wow. to get offense.
0: Yeah, okay, say that's true. Say they are trying to get more mm-hmm. offense, more stolen bases. So there's going to be more, right. hypothetically, more stolen bases. Somebody's stealing a hell of a lot of bases, and he approaches the record, record for most stolen bases in one season. Oh, yeah?
1: I agree with you. Now what? I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah, I know where you're going. Because, it, you know, they and they have no, nothing really to hide behind because they have opened up a can of worms. And when I say they, Major League Baseball, has opened up a big can of worms with this ghost runner in extra innings. Yeah. So yeah. A, a runner's, and this is going to be, this is going to stand. They, they have actually already said this is going forward. It's not even going to be voted on anymore. This is the way it's going to be. A runner will start at second base. To start the extra inning. So what this has created is it's created, uh, uh, it's it's scored as an error, but it's not charged to one player. It's charged to the team. The pitcher is not charged an earned run if that runner scores. So in effect, you know normally, if you earned your way to second base on a pitcher and he give up a single and, and you score, that's an earned run and it counts against him and his earned run average. What do arbitration cases mm-hmm. come down to a lot of times? Mm-hmm. Those kind of numbers and inherited runners that score and close and late situations. These are the kind of things now that are going to affect, um, you know, what, what, uh, teams are, what the number is if they go to arbitration. A player is going to ask for a certain amount of money and the team's going to say, well, you know, hey, uh, with the ghost runner, and, and but the player's going to come back and says, "Well, look at it. it doesn't come up as an earned run on my on my score sheet. So what are you talking about?" So it, it's it's hard, and I know exactly what you're talking about because th- th- something is something is bound to occur like that. Sure. And I, I don't know if, if I don't know if there's a lot of teams out there still that have that philosophy of run and gun and run and gun. There used to be a lot right. of that when uh, all the teams played on astroturf. The Cardinals, right. remember the early yeah. '80s, were yeah. were always a running team. Uh, that's what they were designed and built on. This is a different kind of a game now where it's more built on pitching and power and defense. So I, I think that there's going to be a few guys on each team that will approach 40, maybe 50 stolen bases this year, which mm-hmm. might not be a far cry. But I don't know if there's going to be one guy that's going to get to 100. Um, you still got to get the first base. Let's put it that way. You know, it's not a, it's not an easy game still uh, to, to do that. But I, I see what you're saying, and there's a lot of people that are, are wondering about that as well. Well,
0: I'll say one thing. As we were sitting here talking about it, um, I'm curious to see what it looks like. So I'm probably going to be tuning in more for baseball this season than in past seasons, and especially in the past few years, just to see, you know, can I tell that that base is, you know, three inches bigger? Um, Yeah. I want to see what this pitch clock, effect has on on the game um mm-hmm. i mean my curiosity is i guess that's what i'm getting <laughs> and,
1: at and just wait for the first big argument that breaks out over the oh pitch, man the pitch you, you when know it get tossed and pitchers get oh. tossed and the batter gets tossed for getting oh. a ball called on him when he he feels like he's in the box and the umpire feels otherwise <laughs> you know, it's going to be a circus at times but uh we'll see i mean it's, it's, yeah. it's like i said I, I guess we'll just have to kind of wait and see how it all plays out before it's uh It's critically acclaimed or critically panned, in other words.
0: Well, Andy, thank you so much. Uh, We're out of time, but um, thank you so much for being on with us and discussing these Major League Baseball rule changes. Really appreciate it.
1: You got it. Anytime.